Hey, good morning. This is Pastor Chris with Soul Revival Biker Church. And uh, this morning, I'm going to be talking to you about um, some things that are dear to my heart. We're going to be in week 35, day three. How can I endure in my faith? Um, we're going to be reading the scripture out of Zephaniah 317. But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for everything. I thank you for what you're doing in my life. Lord, in the Proverbs, you tell us that if we ask you to bless our plans, that we will be successful. And we have some plans that are to be executed today. And I've asked, and I'm asking again, Lord, please bless these plans to go flawlessly and to, of course, go as you will and not that we will. And Lord, I just thank you for never failing me. Never. And Lord, I just thank you for all the many blessings in my life. And I pray that each word I speak today will come from you and not from me. Lord, empty me of me, fill me with you, and let every ear that hears this have learning and wisdom and knowledge of your understanding of your word. And Lord, I just thank you for all of this. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. So, this morning is going to be kind of off the hip simply because uh, a lot of times when I'm doing these podcasts, they're based off of a conversation that I've had in counseling with people during the week. And so, you know, let's just go on to, to read the scripture. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Is that not just beautiful? You know, the moment that we place our ever-changing, unfinished faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, God grants us an eternal relationship that we can't lose. We don't have to add anything to this salvation faith to ensure we will be saved. That's God's job. He is the one that saves us. But our weak salvation faith must grow into a strong Christian faith in order to receive all the family benefits and blessings of being a much-loved child of God. I've seen amazing things Doing a prison ministry is very fulfilling. And I've been doing it, I guess I've been um, about a year and a half now. And uh, when I first started going into prisons, I really, I had no clue what I was doing. I was totally going in on faith. And um, I guess because the way I look and tattoos and me being a biker, it, um, it kind of, I was relatable for a lot of people. And so they opened up to me. And I was so surprised how many of them never knew anything about Jesus. They had never been taught anything about God. And because most of them had grown up in a situation where the only time someone loved you is when they expected something in return. When I came week after week 
And I didn't get paid. They knew I didn't get paid. I did it out of the love of Christ. And some of them would ask me, why do you do this? And when I said, because he first loved me, they didn't understand it. When I told them I was called to be Christ-like, they didn't understand it. And I saw some guys that were really bad, mean-looking guys. Um, the way they carried themselves, their attitude, their demeanor. I saw them fold. And it was all because they were experiencing the love of God. The love of Jesus Christ. And it was being given to them with nothing expected from them. I taught him about God's unconditional love for sinners. And I explained that it is the object of our faith in Jesus, not our own strength that saves us. God's Spirit motivated David to approach me and this is just one of the gentlemen I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about. But it, it, it motivated David to come and, and talk to me. And uh, well, he approached me and, and afterwards I told him about the love of Christ. I told him all these things. And he said, you mean to tell me that God loves me? And I replied, that's all I came to tell you. And then suddenly tears come streaming down his face. And he reached out to me and he grabbed my hand. And he smiled. And said, wow. And then we started developing a relationship. He wanted to know more about this love. And as I shared my testimony with him and a, a little bit about my faith, I reassured him that when he accepted God, his name was going to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And my Bible tells me that once that happens, he will not forsake you. Now, if you go astray, he may chastise you till you come back. But if you saw the way that the shepherds did the sheep, that was a, a lot easier uh, a, a chastisement from God than what they showed Jesus with the sheep in the 199. And uh, it's just amazing how God uses us when we let him. There's some people that you will be the only face of Jesus they see. Your actions and your words and your faith and your demonstration of your faith will be the only Jesus they will ever see. So, do you need to be on point with your actions and your fruits and your faith? What do you think? Someone's soul may depend on it. God, He wants us to be faithful. And you know, he grants us this eternal relationship. We don't really have to do anything but trust him. We don't, if we change, God changes us. 
People don't change us. God changes us. He saves our soul. But we do have to cultivate our weak faith. We must grow strong. The stronger your faith gets in Christ, the stronger his faith gets in you. He knows if you're obedient or not. He knows if you're living by his word. It's just a beautiful, intimate relationship. And I can't help but want to share that with everybody and tell everybody about Jesus and that Jesus loves them. And sometimes, just like David, once he understood that Jesus loved him just as he was right where he was his whole demeanor the color of his skin the look in his eye everything changed because no one had ever loved him unconditionally so I'm begging you make your faith strong see Christ daily and go out and share that just share that with people that no matter what He never stops loving us. So that's what I've got for today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father God, I come to you confessing my sin today and every day. You choose to leave me here in the game of life. You help me grow in my faith and in your word. I want to practice relying upon what you have already said and done. Now what I have to do, I need your guidance to do. All I have to do to be blessed is to learn to rest in your word. Lord, help me remember that your word is better known as simply Jesus. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, remember, you've seen what's happened this year in 2020. The devil's out to steal, kill, and destroy. But you have power through Jesus over him. Rebuke these things in Jesus' name and watch the devil flee. Remember, guys, God loves you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.